once again, thank y'all for joining Hanging with Harge. I am your boy, Harbaugh Harge, and it is always a pleasure to break it all down with you. We also want to make sure that you like, subscribe, and tell five friends to tell five friends all about Texas Sports Unfiltered. Go to on Twitter at TS Unfiltered and on Instagram at Texas Sports Unfiltered. We also have the code of text line. Make sure you tell, hit me up. 512-222-9328. That is 512-222-9328. Listen. Oh, oh yeah. Follow me on social media as well at Hardball Harge. Uh, this is a great question by Wags, too. And I'll get to that one, the answer in just a second. But this is what we've been waiting for when you talk about baseball. The Texas Rangers win game one, two to nothing. It was a great pitching duel, as you as was expected when you start thinking about both of these teams and who they are and how they are expected to handle their business. Uh, the Texas Rangers is one of the hottest teams in Major League Baseball. They got hot at the right time, even with their struggles. And you heard part of it on the on the telecast yesterday when they were talking about the fact that they're one of the streakiest teams in the game. They would win eight games, lose eight games. I told you that earlier. And the thing about it is it's all about how you handle your business when you get in that clubhouse. Everybody understands what's going on. And the biggest question has been about the Texas Rangers bullpen. Well, they've had a great, great uh, run during this time. The, the, the postseason stats are pretty staggering. For the regular season, the bullpen averaged an uh, ERA of 4.77. For the postseason, they got a 186 ERA. They've gone 19 innings. They've had 19 walks, I mean, 19 strikeouts and nine walks. And the opponents are having a batting average of 169. The problem that I see here, and Wags was asking, do they make a move? to switch up the bullpen. LeClerc has been in the ninth inning pretty much every game for them. Uh, Chapman has been become that setup guy. Abreu for the Astros has been the setup guy for Presley. So I believe that there's not going to be a change in that situation. Two reasons. LeClerc seems to settle after he gets a little disruptive. But I, my personal opinion, I don't trust Chapman. I don't trust Chapman at all just because this guy is all over the place. So I'm trying to make sure that I sit here and take the right approach. As I said, you look at it, the game yesterday, two to nothing. Astros manufacturing some runs. You got great base running by Evan Carter. And of course, you got situational baseball where Jonah Heim comes up, drives him in, and Texas Rangers win the game. You also have to look at that play that was made in left field in the bottom of the eighth inning. It was a, a situation where the base running blunder by Jose Altuve left a little bit of the stress level off of that bullpen, and especially uh, Chapman. Jose Altuve rounding the base gets doubled up on after Bregman smashes the ball into the gap. If that ball's 10 feet to the left, that's a home run. We got ourselves a tie ball game. But because it was in that little corner over there, Evan Carter had a chance to get back, made a great play, uh, leaping play up in left field. The second, age, the second 
base umpire, Doug Eddings, who, by the way, has thrown me out of a few games throughout my career, uh, called Altuve safe on that. But the replay confirmed what Marcus Simeon, the second baseman, saw right away. The umpire should have called him out immediately because here's the deal. And this is where I get frustrated with umpires and the responsibility there. We, there are some great umpires in the game. And Doug is one of the good ones, too. I'm not taking anything away from him. But this is the thing that I am looking at. You have a left field umpire that is following that play. That ball is not near the left field line, so he's not holding his position. He's running out. Your one responsibility as the second base umpire is to watch the base runner in that situation. And you missed it because if you go back and you watch the replay, he's looking in left field like he's going to make a call or something. Your job is to watch that play and to make sure you stay with it. So when that happens right there, it should have been immediately because everybody saw it. Josh Young saw it because you see him pointing immediately. You saw Marcus Simeon jumping up and down. It was like, yes, give me the ball. It's automatic out. And then they go back, and you see Altuve's face, and Altuve knew he had screwed up. So with all that being done, they got the call right. They went to replay. They got the call right. But this was one of those situations where base running kind of hurts you. Yes, you want to go as far as you can. If you get to the second base, you know not to go past it. And if you go past it, you turn back around. I heard everybody talking about he got his feet mixed up. Jose Altuve has been in the big leagues a long time. This is not his first base running blow. Let's just say that. But he still needed to make sure that in that situation, with the lineup that you have, you have to position yourself properly. Because the last thing you want to do is take the at-bats away from the guys behind you. You got Jordan Alvarez, who had a tough day. Kudos to Jordan Montgomery and what he was able to do yesterday. That was impressive, the way he was mixing up his pitches. His breaking ball was diving. He got himself out of it a couple of innings. And look, they both left five guys on the base. It may have seemed like the Astros left a lot of guys on there, but so did the Braves. I mean, so did the uh, Rangers. Tip your cap to um, Justin Verlander, who we had talked about over the weekend and before on Friday, that he's a big game pitcher. He doesn't do well in World Series all the time, but in a postseason, he's done very well. And then tip your cap to Jordan Montgomery, a big acquisition for the Texas Rangers at the trade deadline, and he's come in and solidified that. I know a lot of people were hoping that Nathan Yavaldi was going to be there. I had people hit me on my Twitter. Why isn't Yavaldi pitching? It's like they know what they're doing. They know what they're doing. And now Nathan Yavaldi gets a chance to start today, this afternoon, first pitch 337. On Fox, another great opportunity to watch some great baseball. I expect more of what we saw yesterday. Uh, If you've listened to me for a long time and you've heard me throughout my career, I've always talked about situational pitching. I mean, situational baseball. In the the season, yeah, you go up there, you try to hit your home runs, you try to drive it up, you try to get your money right and do the things that you need to do. But in the postseason – It's not about egos. It's about execution. And if you can go out there and do situational things, yes, you want to live for the big, big bopper home run. Uh, You leave that for Jordan Alvarez. You leave that for Jose Abreu. 
you don't have those guys coming up to the plate and trying to bunt. But what you could do uh, if your team is struggling is you want to make sure, too, that you do things to help them out. Hit them run. Do some hit and run because Bregman had got control of the bat. He's a good hitter up there. And I still believe, even though it was lefty pitcher, I don't see why there's no reason for Michael Brantley not to be in the lineup. That is it for me. You have to have a guy with that type of experience to be able to go into the game because Michael Brantley is a professional hitter. So you saw him sitting on deck. He was getting ready to come in before the end of the game, and it didn't, he didn't get a chance to get up to the plate. But I expect Michael Brantley to be in the lineup today, and I expect him to do some, some really cool things. I want to say what's up to everybody. What up, CB? Happy birthday. I hope you had a great, great weekend for your birthday, as always. Uh, Wags, uh, Jake, good to see you. Rodney, great show again, fellas. Miss Becky, glad you're on there, as always. And Sal, I appreciate you, brother. Uh, there's so much to dive into and so much that you could break down. But again, folks, let's not get too excited. My boy JT was hitting me up all last night. Uh, yeah, game one. Congratulations, Rangers. Now you got to get back out there and do it again. I expect a, a hard-fought matchup again today. That is why it is uh, – so much fun to be watching these games. I'm so excited. I'm so jacked up about it. Fan bases are going back and forth. People are arguing on, on social media. It is outstanding. But can we all just get along and enjoy some great baseball? We also have a big game tonight, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Philadelphia Phillies. We have a great, great pitcher's duel. Pitcher's duel that is going to happen tonight. I'm excited about that. Zach Wheeler versus Zach Gellin. Both of these guys, Zach versus Zach, both of them have great stuff. And both offenses can get it popping, but I expect the pitcher's duel. And as soon as I say I expect the pitcher's duel, we're probably going to have a high-scoring game. That's just how baseball goes, as my man Ron Washington likes to say. Um, but it is going to be fun. That game tonight is at 7, or excuse me, 6.07 tonight. Big matchup, as always. I cannot wait for the, the postseason to continue. But, of course, my Dallas Cowboys will be on the TV tonight for me. Uh, I will talk about that in just a minute. We're going to have the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, joining me in just a little while. We're going to talk some Dallas Cowboys. We're obviously going to talk some Texas Longhorns as they prepare to take on the Houston Cougars on the road. And it's going to be a home game for the Texas Longhorns because if you watch the game on Thursday, with the Houston Cougars, who had a big game, um, a game winner, basically Hail Mary at the end of that game to win it. I, I'm excited about it because I want to see what the, the Longhorns were able to, to do during the uh, bye week. Did they get their red zone offense figured out? Did they get everything put in place the way that they needed so they can get ready for this matchup and see how it ends the rest of the season. The Big 12 had a lot of big games, but the big game that happened on Saturday was the top 25 matchup between Oregon. They lose to Washington. Michael Penix Jr. showed to you what it looks like to be a Heisman contender. If you paid attention to that game, which I watched the entire game, there was a couple moments that he got hit in the ribs and he would look like he was laboring throughout. 
They ended up going off the field. He got himself together, and they went back and won that ball game. Dan Lanning and their offense has been kind of, not offense, but going forward on fourth down. They didn't execute properly, and that is something that he's going to have to try to figure out as well. They didn't have a lot of success in the red zone either. So I'm excited to to get ready for this week. USC loses to Notre Dame, and Caleb Williams throws three picks. I don't know if he's going to be in the Heisman Trophy race anymore, but again, that's only one loss. But we did say early in the year, when you watch this team, Caleb Williams, has he's, he's doing way too much for that team, and they aren't doing enough for him, especially on the defensive side. I think you remember when uh, Taylor Swift and Kanye West were on the stage and – I think this should have went to Beyonce. I think this, they don't care. I think that's where we are right now. I think the fact that Lincoln Riley has not shored up his defense. Think about Lincoln Riley's teams and the success that he's had. He's had Heisman Trophy winning quarterbacks. He he still has one. But if you really think about it right now, Lincoln Riley could possibly be one of the best coaches in college football as a whole. Yes, he is one of the best offensive minds, but he can be probably ranked as one of the best coaches if he really gave a damn about his defense. If he cared about his defense, Lincoln Riley would be Nick Saban. No, no, no. I know I'm not getting too crazy, but he would definitely be Kirby Smart right now. He would definitely be Kirby Smart right now if he gave one crap about his defense that is going to be the biggest challenge for me Lincoln Riley I know you in Cali and you enjoying yourself and I've seen an article you talking about how great it is but dude care about your defense you know somebody else who needs to care about his defense my man primetime dang everybody went to bed 29 nothing everybody's excited my man Shador out there posting during halftime. Remember when Chris Boyd did that, Texas fans, and y'all lost y'all mind? Yeah, Colorado fans are losing their mind as well. And then they end up getting beat by Stanford, the Cardinal. I talk trash about David Shaw. My bad, David Shaw. But that first half, you was getting your butt kicked. I guess you gave one hell of a halftime speech. Colorado Buffaloes, get it together, man. I'm still riding with primetime. That's my dude. Still with it. But come on, man. You got to get that together. You know who else got to get it together? You. You need to take yourself and get it together. You need to go out to Covert BK. I know. It's on 42 acres of beautiful property out there in the hill country. Covert BK has three new state-of-the-art dealerships, and they're carrying seven different brands at, at those dealerships. Whether you're looking for a Buick, GMC, Cadillac, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, or Ram, you can definitely find it out there. And in addition to those seven brands, you can take that short drive out to Huddle for covert, covert uh, Ford out in Huddle, or you can drive to Ford Lincoln right there in Austin. Covert BKs has something for everyone. Covert BK services all makes and models. I just gave you most of them. And with 86 service bays, you won't have to be there that long. Please visit covertbk.com for the latest specials and inventory, or just stop by and see them. No one beats a Cobra deal, not now, not ever. And if you go out to there, make sure you tell Marcus Washington or Marcus Washington Jr. 
and of course, Ira Clark that I sent you out there. Those are my people. They represent the 254 and they will represent you. Uh, I also want to talk to you about my friend Tom McKay. I know uh, there's a lot of action that's going on. Hockey. He's a big hockey fan. There's basketball. NBA is happening. I got a chance to watch Giannis. Ooh, Wimby doing his thing. My goodness. Uh, you know what? I watched it on one of my big TVs that was courtesy of Tom McKay. Uh, this is that perfect time. Go to avconsultations.com or give him a call at 512-255-8678 and let Tom and his crew take care of you. Whether it's a home theater, a man cave, or a woman cave, or an outdoor uh, hookup, whatever you need, AV Consultations will get you taken care of. I'm telling you right now, he's been around since 1988, and most of the restaurants and bars that you go to, he has put in those TVs. And I know you love the great sounds when you're in there. As I said, give him a call, 512-255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Uh, we're going to be waiting for my man, Mark Henry, to join in just a minute. But I wanted to also talk about this, too. The Houston Texans get win number three of the season. C.J. Stroud threw his first interception, folks, but he also threw two TDs. That defense has been unbelievable and under D'Amico Ryan. In Houston, you don't have a problem on that football team. The baseball team needs to follow suit today. I know that you're getting excited about that as well. Another game that I was talking about, for the weekend that I was truly, truly excited about. I wanted to watch the Detroit Lions take on the um, the Tampa Bay Rays. Both teams coming into it with one loss. Tampa Bay was three and one and Detroit was four and one. And now they're five and one. My man, Jared Goff. Uh, can I say that he might be in the MVP conversation? I know. Don't get it twisted. This guy was written off in L.A. He was the number one overall pick. My man has been handling his business. And if you've watched the Detroit Lions play, and I know it sounds kind of crazy. You hadn't probably watched them. But um, you need to make sure that you check them out because they are playing some damn good football. He, yesterday he threw for 353 yards, two TDs. And Amaral St. Brown, who missed last week, um, who missed last week, he came back with 12 receptions for 124 yards and a TD. He's a big part of what they do. The fighting Dan Campbells have had a lot of success and continuing to uh, make moves. But you best believe that they are a serious football team. Fancy boots. I know you're excited about it. I know you are. My man Chip Brown was in the house wearing an Amara St. Brown jersey uh yesterday in Tampa. So I can't wait to hear his thoughts on that and what uh, he saw and why he believes that this is a real team for the Detroit Lions. Uh, also want to talk about the bait, not baseball, but the other football game tonight, the Dallas Cowboys. And I'll talk about it with, with Mark Henry, but the Dallas Cowboys are in a particular an unfamiliar situation with them. Yes, it's familiar because he's going to be going up against Kellen Moore. But this is a situation where they have to figure out what their identity is when it, when we're talking about the Dallas Cowboys. After that 42-10 to 10 loss against San Francisco, the Chargers are coming off of the bye week. They're sitting at 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Justin Herbert is playing uh, really good football. I think I heard Wags and he'll say that he had seven touchdowns, one interception, over up close to 1,100 yards passing. 
They're visiting the ex-girlfriend, Kellen Moore, who is uh, fired up about the situation. You know he's been dialing it up, dialing it up, dialing it up, getting ready for this game. Well, he was, a, he was the Cowboys OC from 2015 to 2022. He knows everything about the Cowboys. He knows everything about Dan Quinn. And Dan Quinn was actually being a mentor to him to get ready to uh, set up uh, interviews. I don't know if you heard that story before, but he was listening to interviews or practicing to get interviewed for a head coaching jobs. Uh, obviously, he hadn't got that head coaching job yet, but he was doing some things to try to get himself in that situa situation. And Dan Quinn was kind of mentoring him. Uh, another part about this is the Chargers offense under Kellen Moore looks to be on a roll again. Chargers offense is fifth in the league in total offense, 38 and eight. I mean, 388.8 yards per game, which ranks them fifth. They're sixth in passing yards at 269 yards per game. And tonight they get Austin Eckler back. That to me is going to be an interesting matchup. Now, the line, I think, is Cowboys favored by one and a half or one point, basically a pick game. Most of the time, if you're the home team, you get three points for being at home. So they're looking at it in a totally different light. Now, here's the thing. Justin Herbert is playing with a uh, busted middle finger on his non-throwing hand, so that's one part of it. Justin Herbert has won his last three starts on Monday night. His last three starts. He's six and six in primetime. And now Kellen Moore is with him. Now the Cowboys, this is an interesting part of it too. The Cowboys are nine and one since uh, 2021 following a loss. Can the Texas Coast offense be figured out? I don't know. Is C.D. Lamb ready to make a big jump in this situation? I sure hope so. Because remember when Jamar Chase was angry about his situation, they went out and put up some big numbers. So we shall see. And we'll get into a little bit more of that conversation. But joining me now on Texas Sports Unfiltered, he's the world's strongest man. He's a two-time Olympian. He's a world champion powerlifter, strongman, and, of course, a professional wrestler. He's a WWE Hall of Famer, and he is the co-host of Busted Open on Sirius XM. Now he's with AEW, and he's one of my homeboys, and I love talking to him about anything and everything. He is the one and only Mark Henry. What up, big fella? What's going on, man? How unfiltered are we? We can be as unfiltered. It's almost like you're back on uh, Sirius XM radio, dog. You can just say whatever y'all want. Well, let's go. Let's do this. <laughs> First and foremost, man, thank you so much for joining me, man. It's always a pleasure to talk to you and catch up and kind of see what's going on in your world because you are a world traveler. And throughout your exploits, you have had an opportunity to take a trip to Boulder, Colorado and hang out with our man Primetime. Now, I know that they are licking their wounds from last Friday night when they took that L against uh, uh, Stanford when they were up 29 to nothing. But talk about your trip and the conversations that you had out there with our man, primetime Deion Sanders. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk about the conversation, but I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, uh, Prime said it best. 
if you're going to get him, you better get him now because, like, he's got a lot of one, two, and three-star offensive linemen and defensive linemen. Um, next year, complete overhaul. It's going to be four- and five-star linemen that can really go, a lot of which that are going to be seniors and juniors that uh, are going to be potentials, draft guys. Um, that's the only weakness that they have. But And we'll get back to that. But, man, I, I enjoyed um, going out there and talking to them. Uh, it was more on the mental health side, uh, dealing with pressure. Um, Dion is a, a God-fearing dude, and he did not mind that I was able to add a little bit of my faith and my uh, spirituality uh, to his guys. A lot of people are not, um, you know, they're not fans of the religious banter. Right. Um, but uh, he is, he was very comfortable with it. And, and, and you can tell that the the guys were listening, that they, they, they leaned in because they wanted to, they wanted to take it in. And uh, I, I really appreciate having the opportunity to go in and, and speak to those guys. Yeah. And it's important too, Mark, because, you know, a lot of people don't know how you always want to uplift people, right? You are always in those conversations. And and I've been fortunate enough to be around you and watch you do your work as far as inspiration and inspiring people. And then when, when you get an opportunity to go and give back to those types of people, that's something that's near and dear to your heart. That's who you are. People, people look at the big man and try to be like, oh, my God, I got to stay away from him. No, man. Talk to him. Give come him on in. Yeah, come, come on, on in. in. Just don't put your hands on me. Don't, don't, don't hug me. I don't know you <laughs> like that. Yeah, I love that kind of stuff, man. So talk about uh, what, what you've been seeing on this Texas football team. We know that you're a huge Texas Longhorn football. Uh, you All sports at the University of Texas. But you are a big Longhorn football uh, fan. What have you? What have been your impressions of this team thus far? Well, I mean, one, the the talent is there. Um, nobody can say that Texas is not talented enough, and they've had that in years past. But it's different now. You have like depth with talent, and Sark is is. Um, is doing a good job of evaluating talent and bringing talent in and even putting it on the field in the places where it belongs. I would, I would go so far as to say that, uh, I mean, I, I've, I've had, uh, uh, interactions, but we haven't had any deep conversations or anything, but I think that if, if he could have that game in, in Oklahoma all over again, uh, there's about three or four things that he would change. One that would make them win that game going away, and and two, um, more mentality of um, we're going to try to win the game. We're not going to maintain the game. Right. And uh, a lot of a lot of coaches they second guess themselves, and they do what the numbers say do. And I don't think he went by his instincts. I think he did what the numbers said do. And right. I, I love analytics to an extent, but I'm a gut guy. And 
He should have went for it on fourth down. Um, the three plays that they called before, um, uh, it, it got to the point to where you had to kick a field goal. Um, those plays weren't plays that I would have run. I'm going right. to just say it like that. Right. Um, they would have been in a better situation, I think, if they had ran the ball and really pulled out the stops, uh, a jet sweep to Worthy. Um, you know, they, they have several packages where they put all the speed on the field at the same time, and, and they didn't do it. Um, there's there's more there's more ways to make an omelet than uh, just, you know, take the whole egg with the shell on it and smash it up into a bowl. That's, you know, you got to separate them things, hard. Yeah. You got to put a little flavor in. You got to put a little garlic in there. <laughs> little, little cut up onions, you know. Little, little, little old bay seasoning. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Some old bay. Like, Some come on, can we, can we dress it up a little bit? And I, I'm not saying be fancy. I'm not right. a fancy guy. I don't want to see um, um, a pitch here, a toss there, a, a throwback to this. Even though if, if they had ran a play where they threw the ball in the flats to Worthy and he had the option to fake it like he was going to throw it deep and then run. He could have ran for seven, eight yards yeah. and slid. Yep. Like you, you got to win the game. The whole point is you got all that talent, like be creative, but don't be fancy. Right. And, like, and uh, I think that, that Sark, Sark definitely um, uh, regrets not sticking it in their face rather than, you know, just trying to be um, conservative. He was conservative. Right. Yeah. You sit back and you think about it and, and, you know, obviously you don't want two games, one game to beat, beat you twice. And that's a beautiful thing about them having that bye week. Now they're back. They're getting everything back in place. They seem to, uh, I got a report just a minute ago. Thanks CB for tweeting it out. Said that Sark who's having his presser right now said that he is uh, everybody practiced. Everybody seemed to be back healthy. And the only person that I think was still going to be out is Jake Majors, I would think. But uh, moving forward, you start looking at the schedule and the way that it sets up. They go to U of H, who had a big win, big celebration uh, win against West Virginia. But now you start to see you get your number eight now. You got moved up in the rankings. So even after a bye week. So what do you see moving forward with this Texas Longhorn football team? Uh, I think that experience and 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 time is gonna uh, be the in, the best um, the best thing for Texas. Uh, as much as we living in the moment and we living in the right now, yeah. uh, there is tomorrow, and and Texas has some really really um, talented tomorrow players coming next year. Yeah. Um, and I think that Sark's future is brighter than his right now. But as of, as of right now, I think that you go in and you try to convince your players, hey, I made some, I made some mistakes in being conservative. We're not going to be conservative this week. We're bigger than them. We're stronger than them. We're faster than them. And we're going to mash them. We're going to hit them right in the mouth. We're going to do what everybody in the old school likes to say, a cloud of dust and good defense, and even defensively, um, 
you know, to, to not the harp on the on the mistakes, but that's how you get better. Yeah. Um, it, it's failure. I mean, I believe the more you try and the more you fail, the, the more you're set up for success. Yeah. Um, I would not have stayed in front of the defense of the offense as a defense. I think on first down, a minute and 30, 40, whatever seconds it was, I'm attacking them. Yeah. I'm attacking them. The quarterback is going to have to throw that ball out of there so fast that um, he's either going to score a touchdown quick or he's going to get swamped. He's going to get swamped. Yeah. <laughs> like, there is no in-between. Right. And and that's where we made our mistakes. Once, once you get somebody on second down on the heels – you know, then you can like, okay, we're going to play a base defense and we may send a delayed blitz, you know, because the quarterback scrambled a little bit earlier in the game. Right. You know, you put a spy out there and you delay him. But, you know, none, nonetheless, um, I think that Texas is going to go undefeated the rest of, rest of the season. Uh, Sark is, is a talented coach. He got talented coaches around him. Yep. And and it's just a matter of making the calls to impose your will. It's a mentality thing. And I think this was the this is the time to get back to that. I think that was important for them to get back to that mentality where they can start uh imposing their will, as you were talking about. Let's transition a little bit. You were talking about defense, and I want to talk about the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys tonight are traveling out to LA. They're, they got knocked around pretty good last week against San Francisco. San Fran lost to uh, Cleveland yesterday. Philly lost to the Jets, and Buffalo was taken to the edge. The NFL is a week-to-week league, and now they get a chance to go back out to California, face the ex-girlfriend, uh, Kellen Moore. Yeah, Kellen Moore is ready. And, you know, she, she, she says she got a better man now that's going to treat her better than Justin Herbert. Dak is beaten up by everybody. You know, the nation, they can't they can't go a day without talking bad about Dak, even though all those other quarterbacks throw interceptions too. But what do the Cowboys need to do to get back on it defensively and then conversely get that offense going? Because the offense has struggled. Well, I mean, Mike McCarthy did the same thing that Sark did. Um, once he got a little rattled, he started playing conservative. Yeah. And, you know, you just can't play that way. You can't coach that way. Your players pick up on it. You don't want a coach to not make a mistake. You don't want to play not to make a mistake or take a risk. Um, your players will pick up on it. I think the Cowboys need to go to what they did last year when Dak was hurt. They went to more of a uh, in-your-face offense, and they played incredible defense during the stretch that uh, Cooper Rush was managing the game. Right. I think that they need to do more with them managing the game and isolating two wide receivers or two targets. Uh, you know, if you say you're going to throw the ball in the flat and worry about the tight end, then focus on those two. If you want to throw to the wide receiver, don't have three options, have two. Right. You know, like they have to do some waggle, some rollout, some sprint option. Um, the Cowboys – have had a little grumblings from our guy C.D. Lamb because C.D. wants the ball. 
I'm tired of seeing him as a decoy too. Yeah, they like, need to get him the ball. They need to get him the ball. Get like him I the said, ball. Jamar Chase, like Jamar Chase. He went in and said, I'm always open. Now all of a sudden, he getting eight to ten catches per game and still being able to make that uh make those plays for him. So that's where Dak needs to find his confidence and throwing the ball to him and not be afraid because he's a 50-50 guy. He can go make plays for you. Don't be afraid to get him the ball in space either. Man, I have not seen C.D. Lamb take a slant yet this season. Well, they've been knocking him off his route on them slants because they know that's where his money is. So they they knocked him off last week. But, again, they were playing the San Francisco 49ers, who got beat last week. But, I mean, yesterday. But that defense playing against the Cowboys, you know, it's like playing against Texas. Everybody gets up for it because of the star and the longhorn. So you yeah. got to make it a little bit different. So like your shirt, I'm different. You got to make some things happen right there. You know what I'm saying? I see you. I see yeah. you. And, and but you I know wanna... what? When I, when I say that I'm different, like, hard, I'm different. Like, I, I'm a 400-pound – well, not now, but – I was going to say, I, you didn't slim down, big sexy. Yeah, I'm I'm like I'm like I'm like 330, 335. Okay. I was I was a hundred pounds heavier my whole life. And at 412 pounds, uh I could dunk a basketball. I ran a five flat 40. I had a 33-inch vertical. Like I was different. You don't find 400 pound guys able to do the stuff that I did. You know, I've been a world champion in three sports that have nothing to do with each other. Right. And you know, like so, my success um, is is as plentiful as it's been. You know, I, hard. I failed, man. Like yeah. I, it, it wasn't all success. And you know, like I, when I say I'm different, I can empathize and sympathize with people that have failed. A lot of times, you look at Michael Jordan, a LeBron, or somebody, and you go. Wow, that guy must never know what it's like to fail. They lost. Yep. They 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 they've had they've had problems. We all have them. And I feel like the Cowboys are in that failure area right now. And the only thing that can get you out of it's it is 96, Mark. Say it again. Since 96, we've been in that failure. You know what, man? It's it's okay because we're gonna win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's gonna be so sweet, man. Is it? It's gonna be so sweet. <laughs> I'm gonna sleep so well that night. <laughs> but when that day, but but for, in order for that day to come, it only can be changed by mentality. Yeah, it's it's, it's like uh, having a a kid grow up with no father, and then they they have those issues that they've had and then you you when you have kids of your own you can either be like the upbringing you had or you can change it no doubt and the cowboys have not gotten to the point yet where they decide you know what man today is the last day of the bull yeah we we changing it and they change so i'm waiting on the change to come well i hope it comes tonight because we need the cowboys to win so my week can start off properly and not have to deal with the nonsense of all those people flooding me with the hatred because I need to hate to lose. And I need them to show up because of my fantasy team, too. <laughs> I got CeeDee Lamb and the Dallas defense. I need y'all to step up.
I got CD Lamb tonight too, so I need to make sure that he gets there. We're talking to the world's strongest man, my man Mark Henry. And Mark, a lot of people have been asking questions about the entire uh, AEW situations. I want to I want you to lap, talk a little bit about everything at AEW, what you're doing now. But then I also want you to talk about your family and my man Jacob, who is trying to find his way over there at Vandegrift and trying to get to that next level. Man, uh, AEW is is doing really really well. Uh, I don't know if you kept up this year, but we had a pay per view in London and, and sold. 80,000 plus tickets uh, in a stadium for wrestling. Yeah. That is, that's not good. That's spectacular. That's great. Yeah. And to come back to America and sell out Chicago um, Stadium, as, and, and we have three shows on television now. Yeah. So on Wednesday night, we have Dynamite, which was our flagship show. And then the show that I'm on uh, is on Friday, Rampage. And now we have Collision on Saturday. Um, with all that programming, it's still not gotten stale. Right. And, and you know, like I'll be flying out of here tonight because I'm doing the media in Houston because we're in Rosenberg, Texas. And, you know, Rosenberg is south of Houston, kind of Sugarland area. They got a new. And that where Dexter Pittman's from? Big Sexy Dexy. Sexy Dexy. Rosenberg, yeah. So we'll be in that area, man. And uh, for all those people in Houston that listen, uh, Wednesday night, 6.30, you ain't got nothing else to do. Get on over there. <laughs> Avoid the traffic. Just go around, take the Beltway, or, or take the 610 loop down there to Sugarland, and come down and enjoy some good old-fashioned AEW pro wrestling. No doubt. This is my man Wag said he needs an audition, Mark. I've always wanted to be in wrestling. I'm strong, I'm athletic, and my body can take a beating. <laughs> Listen, don't do it. The, mo the money is great. Yeah, but that's hard work. I mean, I don't want to get. I'm glad I don't have to get hit no more. Thank, thank God, man. Yeah, no doubt about it. I got one more question for you. Uh, it says, Hey, Mark, who have you not wrestled that you always wanted to wrestle? Oh, wow. Um, man, you know what? I, I, I wrestled just about everybody, uh, that was anybody. Um, I never got to wrestle Sting. Sting wrestles with us. Um, Sting is 60 plus years old, man. That That is he's, amazing to me. And he's still out there slanging and banging. And I'm just like amazed and, and kind of in awe at the same time yeah. that he still can captivate the audience the way that he does and physically get out there and do all the things that he that he used to do yeah sting has always been one of my favorites and he I, wanted jacob's favorites too yeah he's still wearing the, he still put the mask on you know what i'm saying put all that on his face i'm like damn sting is 60 still out there doing it and doing it well mm. he brought up jacob just a second ago talk a little bit about your son and those vandegrift vipers that continue to make things happen over there you got 
uh, Texas Longhorn legend Mike Adams' son, Deuce, and Eli over there. And your team just continues to get better and better each week. Man, Miles Coleman, too, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, Miles. You, you cannot teach 4 3. <laughs> I mean, it is beautiful to watch, you know. And and the the fact that is there's no dysfunction. And you know, we came from a lot of dysfunction. And there's a lot of dysfunction where we were going on right now, but where we are now, bro, I mean, it's peaceful. The coaches love on the kids. They coach them hard, but they 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 big them up and they they show them um they don't pit them against each other. Right. They 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 make them the stand up for each other. Um, the you know Drew Sanders is a guy fearing guy, uh, which is another big plus for me. Um, I mean he's got he's got all the bases covered, but that team is very versatile. It's a multiple team. They can run with power. They can run with finesse. They can play the the sprint option game, or they can play the spread game. They 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 zone block and they base block. Like I mean, you got you got big wide receivers and small wide receivers, and defensively they're the same. Yeah, um, you know they they have versatile defenses, run stopping as well. You know nobody uh, sends them more than Vandergrift does. So like you know if you got somebody that can hold a double team and you sending people going unabated man it's, it makes for a beautiful night defensively and they they haven't allowed but i think about 55 points all season man yeah they've been doing it and they've been doing it well i mean they got a chance to play in the state championship game last year and i know anything less than that will be an unsuccessful season before i let you go and thank you again for joining me today bro we had this question from my man wags and he said who in your opinion has the best pop right now with their entrance into the arena the rock is mm. back baby you know the rock is back <laughs> the, the the rock came back uh briefly uh a couple of weeks ago and had an incredible pop that it's been a while since you heard one like that but um man i think la night is getting a a a, a, a incredible ovation um uh, Adam Copeland, who just left WWE and came over to AEW, got a pop so loud it sounded like an airplane engine in my in my ear. Um, wow! But yeah, man, it, it's Cody Rhodes and uh, Cody Rhodes and LA Knight on WWE, and um, I would have to say uh, Kenny Omega and. MJF and Adam Copeland yeah. over at AEW get like incredible um, crowd participation. Hard, I, I, I was going to tell you, um, your boy Jacob, uh, he told me, you know, he squatted 650 and deadlifted 650. What? Uh, he, he wants to, he wants to, before he graduates high school, he wants to squat and deadlift 700 pounds. Um, I, I feel like Bro. that is something. And I, and I told Dion this too, uh, from the recruiting standpoint, I was like, Jacob has got some offers, but he hasn't got like the big 
offers and stuff, there, there's a lot of college teams that won't have anybody as strong as him. Right. Uh, and he, and he sure. made all state. He made all state on defense and he'll make all state on offense this year. Yeah. There's not many teams that can say that they have a guy that can make all state on both sides of the ball. Yeah. And for him not to have the offers and the options that a lot of people that are have options of potential, yeah. uh, I think is a travesty. The the portal is is changed a lot. For sure. And and the the portal is where people are getting most of the people to fortify their teams. Um, I think somebody is is gonna regret um, not. And and I appreciate the fact as a father that people are not, you know, throwing throwing love at him hand over fist because it's making him want to have that edge. It's making him want to prove it to you. Yeah, uh, I can't wait for all these coaches to see uh, the mistake and the error of not, um, you know, kind of giving them that, that love that some of these people are getting just off potential and the fact that their coaches did a better job of, of marketing and promoting them. Well, I'll tell you what, if that dude goes out there and squats 700 pounds, he's going to be doing <laughs> a little bit of something else because uh, I got some furniture that need to be moved around here. And I'm like, <laughs> hey, he'll do it too. He, he, like that. he like that money. You know, for a small nominal fee. I hey, for a small you. nominal fee. I always got something for you. Mark, I appreciate you so much, bro. More than you can ever imagine. I will definitely be breaking bread with you soon and uh, have a safe trip to Rosenberg, Texas, and continue to push. As I said, my man is on Sirius XM, Busted Open. Make sure you follow him at the Mark Henry. Bro. Man, I'm proud of you, man. Hell of a show. Appreciate it, brother. Thank you as always, man. I'll talk to you soon. All right, There you go. My man, Mark Henry the world's strongest man. And of course, looks like he's raising the world's strongest son. As always, my man, Mark Henry, doing great jobs. Got to get to some of these people that are helping us get through these shows. I want to thank my friends over at Four Roofs, the number four Roofs TX for all your roofing needs. Texas has crazy weather at times from hail to high winds. I mean, we've been over here trying to hang uh, ornaments for Halloween and they've been blowing all over the place. But one thing that has not blown is the shingles off my roof. You know why? Because I have four roofs come and check a look at it and they've done an unbelievable job. The number four roofstx.com is where you need to go. It's a locally owned company that understands the needs of this area. They have over 15 years of experience, affordable pricing, and quick response times. They are thorough and very trustworthy. I use them for my home, as I just told you, and you should too. I know them personally, so you won't be disappointed. They also provide an on-site uh, project manager to make sure that every job goes smoothly. Reach out today at 512-520-5884. That's 512-520-5884. Or go to the number 4roofstx.com. I also want to talk about my friends over at Pest Wranglers. Pest Wranglers, too, is a local, locally owned company that is a small family business that's been around since 2006. Make sure you go to pestwranglers.com for all your pest control needs. The company was started by the owner who was tired of companies that didn't treat their employees 
or their customers right. And you know, if I'm working with them, you should too. Pest Wrangler services most of the Central Texas area. If you have needs with mosquitoes, termites, rodent control, or you need inspections for your residential or commercial properties, please give Pest Wranglers a call at 512-670-7808 or go to the website at pestwranglers.com. They won't make you sign a contract because they believe if you're a happy customer, you wouldn't go anywhere else. And I believe in that too. They got five-star ratings on Google, Yelp, Angie's List, and all other referral sites. Go to pestwranglers.com or give them a call at 512-670-7808. I also want to talk to you about Blue Heron Furniture. Not just Blue Heron, great Blue Heron Furniture. It's a, a custom leather furniture company that was started in 1991. They focus on heavy leathers, hides, and fabrics ranging from traditional Western to modern farm houses. And let me just tell you, if you click on the link below, you'll see it'll take you to our collection, the Texas Sports Unfiltered collection. And if you use the promo code HOOKEM, you'll get 15% off of your purchase. Just go on there, go on that website and look at it and you'll see all the high-end high furniture that you have been looking for. If you're looking for a uh, furniture that looks amazing and is built to last, and I think Mark Henry's son, Jacob, might need to be carrying that thing over there because it's going to be some sturdy stuff. Go to Great Blue Heron Furniture, or you can click the link below or give them a call at 866-247-9688. That's 866-247-9688. I want to thank Mark Henry for coming by and joining us today. That's the world's strongest man who's got a lot of insight and a lot of education to share uh, some positive sides of this to kids and everyone else that is wants to listen to him. He brought up something about mental health, and I think that is very important as well of understanding that you do need to speak to somebody if you're going through something. Everybody doesn't know what you're going through, and I've always talked about this too. Uh, as somebody who has went through cancer or prostate cancer, you always needed somebody to talk to. And I've always recommended, guys, make sure you go get checked uh, more than ever because us as athletes and just men, we don't like going to the doctor. But when you go to the doctor and you're strong enough to understand what's going on, it may hit you for a shock, but you have to walk through that. And if you got to have people in your corner that will definitely be there, don't be afraid to talk about it. Mental health with men is one of the worst problems that we have. And I think that men should understand that it's okay to talk to somebody. It's cool. We don't always have to be the tough guy and you don't have to tell everybody that you went and talked to somebody, but definitely go spend time and get to know what's going on, why you're feeling certain ways. I've went through it. Everybody's gone through it. Uh, make sure that you take the time to do it. And then I also want to point out the fact that it is Breast Cancer uh, Awareness Month. Make sure that, ladies, you go get checked as well. Make sure that that, uh, um, that moment that you think that you don't want to go to the doctor, make sure you go there just so you can have a clear mind. Because it's not just for you. It's for all the people that love and care about you as well. So take a moment for that. As always, I want to thank everybody for joining today. We had another great show. Uh, this station is continuing to grow and people are starting to love it and like it. And that's what that's the key. Make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, because every time you do, it helps out. As my man likes to say, my man BK talks about the algorithms. Don't say it to Bucky because Bucky don't know anything about algorithms, rhythm and blues. He don't know nothing about rhythm. 
but make sure you do that. And as always, thank y'all for tuning in. Don't believe everything you see, because even salt looks like sugar. Peace. <laughs>